ho, 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 and uh, merry podcast, everybody. It's uh, Mike and Artie here on the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast, coming to you in early December uh, as we approach the holiday season, getting into full gear. Artie, how are you today? Hey, Mike, how you doing? I'm doing really good, really good. The lights are up on the house. The tree, we've had, we actually, confession, we actually had the tree up before Thanksgiving this year. I don't think that's unique. Wow. That's early, I think, but you know what? Uh, this year, nothing surprises me at this point. I know, and it's becoming such a cliche to think, well, it's, you know, to say, oh, it's 2020, you know, to hell with all, you know. <laughs> but it's like, honestly, this year, what, what affected it was, yes, the kids and, and my wife were like, hey, let's decorate the house a little early because, you know, it's just, it'll be fun. It'll be give us something to do as a family, some family time, and that was okay. And um, the other thing was, you know, last year, I know that you've done some deer hunting before, but, you know, last year, instead of, they, they changed everything. So instead of having an opening day on a Monday, they, they changed the opening day to a Saturday last year. And then this year, the opening day was Saturday, and then it was also, you could hunt on Sunday, too. So really, Monday was almost obsolete. You could hunt Saturday and Sunday, and if you didn't get a deer on Saturday or Sunday, I think a lot of people just went back to work on Monday. And and for us, it was kind of like, okay, so we get Thanksgiving on Thursday, and then we would go cut down our tree traditionally. But now I'm headed up to, to hunting camp so early. Up in, I have a, a cabin with some relatives. And so we decided to get the tree a little early this year. So it, it was fine. It was done out of necessity, I guess. But um, it, it actually has been nice to have the tree around. I just wonder if it'll hold water till Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, that's always a, one of the things you wonder about. You know, it's it, the first couple of days, it sucks up a couple of pitchers of water. And then it, I think it slows down over time until it just dries up and uh, sort of falls onto the ground. But here at the Tafoya house, we sort of, uh, we each have tasks. Like I do the outside, Carrie does the inside, and the girls help Carrie do the tree. And like, I have to put the angel on the top. That's all I have to do with the tree, Mike. And, and I think most of that is because of my design eye. You know, I just have such a great eye for putting uh, uh, ornaments on that they just don't let me do it. <laughs> yeah, well, we have sort of a hodgepodge of ornaments. We don't, our our tree doesn't look like, it, you know, you might come in and you might be like, what is that? I don't know, is it because my wife and I are both from like the coal regions, like our families are both originally from the coal regions, that's how they did it. You just sort of hodgepodge like different ornaments everywhere, but we definitely don't have a themed uh, or real planned out. I've seen I've seen gorgeous trees, you know, but they're just like red balls and gold balls and like the you know um, ribbon and stuff hanging down on them perfectly. Our tree is just any little ornament we've picked up over the years. You know, I've got an eagles one. My wife has a Steelers. There's like beer bottles. Uh, there's a, the pickle. You know, do you have the pickle on your tree? Oh, yeah, we probably have a pickle on there. We got you got a Penn State ball cap. We have a Penn State other, uh, you know, something else. We always, you know, I, I think you're right. We we gained these ornaments over the years. And, you know, just this year, the first year ever, Carrie said, do you think I can purge some of this stuff? Do you think the girls will mind? You know, because they like coming back and they're like, oh, there's the one from when I designed it when I was in kindergarten, you know? Yeah, it's I a know. piece of paper on a, uh, and a lollipop stick, you know? And <laughs> <laughs> she's like, like, yeah, yeah, just, you know, let's just make those disappear this year. Yeah, uh, the yeah. girls will come back and you know, they'll probably uh, 
you know, hey, what happened to that ornament that I had on there for the last 20 years? You know what? Um, so we, we started with a little more of a design this year. You know, I, I've seen those trees that they have like Irish step dancing tree, right? It had all the, the, the things that the girls had, had accumulated over their step dancing years. Um, and everything was hanging on this beautiful green tree that had a, had a theme to it. But our upstairs is just like yours. Uh, our upstairs tree is just a hodgepodge of a bunch of stuff. I kind of like it though. It's, it, it is, it's unique. And the kids, we, you know, you kind of, it's, it's like a trip down memory lane every year. And you're right. There's some stuff that let's just face it. The kids made in second grade and it's cute, but it's just, it's crap. And it's a laminated photo on a, you know, popsicle stick. And it's, it's, it's not exactly the heirloom that it once was, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. But um, that so, was really cool. Yeah. And Man, look at what my kid did. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, you you know, just like everything else, you, it evolves a little bit over the years. But we uh, we're looking forward to um, you know we always get a tree that literally leaves um, about an inch or less from the from the once you put the angel on the top of the of the tree there's very little room left on the tree so we try to get the biggest one possible for the room which is i think only about like a nine foot ceiling in the, in the biggest so we don't have huge ceilings in the house and uh it takes up a lot more space than you you know you, you, most people would probably want to have a tree but we we enjoy it so it is what it is and it's just a traditions they die hard so as long as we can handle it and we don't have anybody, you know, passing out from allergies in the house from live trees. I'm out there cutting one down on Black Friday every year and uh, dragging it in the house. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, I think we, you think we would learn, Mike, that uh, every year we go and buy a nine foot tree and then we cut a foot off, uh, you know, six inches off the bottom and six <laughs> inches off the top so that it fits. <laughs> but we, well, we want to go for that max size uh, tree. So, you know, just is very impressive, right? It is. It's what manly men like us, uh, you know, do. So we, I forgive you for that. You have, you have permission to continue to do that. Artie, <laughs> uh, right. as we kick things off, uh, I, I'm going to say cheers to you. I have with me a... Um, a cola beverage on ice in a pint glass with um, a little shot of uh, Appalachian Craft Spirits five-year-aged straight bourbon whiskey this this time for the podcast. So so cheers to you. What are you, what are you drinking, sir? Well, I've got a real nice Sigma Oasis, a hazy beer. I thought I'd uh, start with that tonight. You know, uh, the governor's supposed to make an announcement, so I, I figured I'd have something really good before might taste sour a little bit here if announcement that he makes isn't isn't going to help our business at all. So I started with the Sigma Oasis and uh, then I've got some other products I want to share with you today, Mike, uh, that, that are new products to our company, um, new partnerships that we're working on in a Neighbors Helping Neighbors program that we've implemented, uh, just trying to help other people along, along with us making it through and enduring this pandemic. We're trying to help other companies and carry them along as well. So that's pretty exciting for us right now. All right, and we're going to get into that. So I'm just going to let everybody know, you know, as we record here, it's uh, December 10th. So we've got 15 days here, two weeks until Christmas. And, and as already mentioned, you know, we don't like to bring the, the politics or anything uh, or the, the bad times into the uh, the podcast. But, you know, there there's some sort of announcement that could potentially, um, you know, affect the restaurant business. So we're going to keep an eye on that. And just make sure you stay tuned and uh, into, you know, everything Appalachian Brewing Company, abcbrew.com. And while you're there, as already mentioned, uh, about the Neighbors Helping Neighbors partnership, 
you can learn more about that by signing up for the brews letter right there at abcbrew.com. So, Artie, as you sip on uh, your hazy beer and me on my uh, whiskey mix, uh, I don't know, let's talk about uh, some Christmas stuff here. What, what would you say, if I were to tell you that, you know, uh, according to, you know, the Internet, one of these sources, I'm looking at several different articles, but The Observer says 10 of the best Christmas movies to stream right now, because that's what everybody's doing, although we still have plenty of DVDs and, and stuff around the house. Um what would you guess would be topping the list? These are like kind of like all-time movies. So uh, give me your number one, and then guess what the number one might be for like American Christmas movies. Well, I'm going to tell you what I think it is first, because the what I think it's probably going to be is Christmas Story. That's my that's my guess for, for number one. And, and it's usually in the top three, I think. But I got to tell you, I, I'm a big fan of Elf. I've watched it probably maybe... 600 times and I might watch it another 30 times this this year my daughter Lizzie we sit down to watch it and we finish all the lines in in the movie you know because we know every line and uh we've just always enjoyed uh sitting down and watching that together and it's uh it's a lot of fun yeah well it's not I I will agree with you Elf is great we've already watched it we watch we watch a couple Christmas movies every week more than a couple I mean if there's you know, some nights it's just a little too late to start a movie with the kids on a like on a weeknight um, with school and everything like that. But we do we watch Christmas movies. So no, unfortunately, although Elf is probably the number one choice for for families in this day and age. I mean, you can't go wrong with a you know a Will Ferrell comedy. But it's actually it's a Wonderful Life. Oh. Right. I like I love I love that it's a it, classic right it is a classic so yeah that's really good so that was number one and then I don't again I'm not putting a lot of faith into this list as saying this is the number this was someone's opinion okay but number two is one that uh, I got to tell you my daughter loves everything about this movie but I've not really watched it enough to be like you know I don't know now I can't repeat the lines like I can with with Elf this is number two on the list is the Nightmare Before Christmas. I never could really get into it fully. Uh, you know, I, I've watched it a couple times, I'm sure, but uh, it's not one of my all-time favorites, I would say. No, it's a little different. I mean, it's kind of like, um, it's definitely different. And so it's sort of, you know, meshes together a couple of holidays. Uh, Jack, Skelling, Jack Skellington, everybody kind of knows that character, I think, at this point. He's sort of, sort of everywhere, um, if you're anywhere, anything into Disney. But... Uh, it is kind of like a Halloween movie at Christmas, right? I mean, that's sort of where... Yeah, I think he should stick to Halloween. That's that's a little more his gig. Got it. So then we get into a couple of other ones. Uh, the Polar Express, that's a classic at this point. Yes. Miracle on 34th Street, I probably prefer. That's a good, that's a great movie. I actually like that. That's a story about the guy, classic Santa, says he's Santa, nobody believes he's Santa. Right. Oh, and It's a Wonderful Life, yeah. Yeah, that one was... Uh, more so about the, the, the gentleman who, who worked and, and he just wanted to help out everybody in the community, you know, he was a, yeah. a great guy. There's a couple of things here that are bothering me about this list because, uh, I, okay, so the Jim Carrey version of The Grinch, How the Grinch Stole Christmas is on there, I like that. I like that Home Alone is on the list, although it's like, you know, it's a movie that takes place at Christmas, but it's not really a Christmas movie. And the debate goes even further with that by adding Die Hard to the list. 
Yeah, I mean, that that's probably, I think you're right. I don't look at that as a Christmas movie, but it sure happened at Christmas time and, and it was a Christmas party. And But I love that movie. I, I could watch it a hundred more times. It is a great movie. So my personal favorite Christmas movie since I'm a little kid is sort of an obscure one. I, I, I've met other people who are familiar with it. But I don't think that everybody knows it, knows it. It's called Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Have you ever seen this? No, I don't think so. All right, it's like a, it's like a Mupp, it's like the Muppets basically. It's like uh, they're not the Muppets. It's it's like a Jim Henson movie, but it's called Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. And it's like it's this little story about an otter named Emmett and his mom, and they're poor as everything, and they uh, you know basically they you know they. In a way, the whole storyline is about how they're both trying to uh, make each other have a great Christmas, but in the process, they kind of screw each other, like with not, not like by like backhandedly, sort of like doing something that damages the other one's ability to like. You know, it's just you you, you have to see I'm gonna, it. I'm gonna actually see if I can watch that. Uh, what, do you have the DVD, Mike, or, or I mean the eight track or the cassette? Tape? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. I have the DVD. I got it off of net or uh, off of uh, like you know the internet a couple of years ago so we have a copy of it it's uh, yeah. it's pretty fun all right Artie, well, we're going to take a quick uh break here when we come back we're going to talk about some more christmas stuff uh some christmas gifts that are popular this year stuff that is uh again maybe more of uh the the lists that we can uh look at the, the for kids for adults maybe some beer related gifts that are hitting the mark for people this year and also if you're still looking for something how to support the local businesses like abc by heading in and picking something up for a loved one or a friend this holiday season it's mike parker it's Artie tafoya and we'll be right back on the appalachian brewing company podcast So, Artie, before we get back to the podcast, I wanted to throw in a plug here for a product that I've been enjoying. It's Appalachian Craft Spirits as I sip on the straight bourbon whiskey today. Uh, you also have, have other varieties, rum, gin, uh, six times distilled vodka, another one of my personal favorites, and something new for people that, uh, to take advantage of if they want to get their hands on some Appalachian Craft Spirits. Tell us about it. Yeah, Mike, this is a project we started a, a couple years ago. And just like everything else in the alcohol business, it takes a little bit of time with, um, you know, regulation and, and approvals and, and label approvals and everything else. But uh, we've really got a great design, got great products. Uh, as you mentioned before, you know, our vodka is six times distilled. Uh, we have an island style rum, a um, London dry gin, and uh, a uh, five-year uh, straight bourbon whiskey. So. Uh, all those products are very good. Uh, you can also find a um, lemon vodka, vanilla vodka, and an orange vodka as well. So those are products that um, as of actually just today, you can buy on our website. Uh, our new website for the spirits is called AppalachianCraftSpirits.com. And you can go there. You can, there's a link on our website, but you can also go there uh, directly if you want. And you can purchase spirits. Uh, that can be either picked up in Mechanicsburg at the spirits plant, or you can have it shipped anywhere in Pennsylvania currently, uh, and we'll ship it there either. You can choose to have three-day shipping or regular ground, depending on how quick you need to get to your craft spirits. Great. Well, we know Appalachian for the craft soda, for the beer, of course, and the great brew pubs, but Appalachian craft spirits have been a welcome addition uh, 
to my liquor cabinet here during the COVID era when I was introduced back in uh, March and April during the initial lockdown period. I would head over to the Mechanicsburg Brew Pub and, and pick up a couple of bottles in person, support the company, and uh, support my own mental health every evening on the couch while we waited to see what would be next. So, interested in picking up some Appalachian craft spirits for yourself or a loved one this holiday season? Just head to AppalachianCraftSpirits.com. All right, and we're back here on the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. Mike Parker, Artie Tafoya with you here today. It's that time of year where if you've not gotten out and, like, you know, found the special present that you've been looking for, I mean, I'm telling you, I, I started shopping early this year, and I'm glad I did because I've noticed just, just for doing some, like, price comparison stuff over the past couple of weeks and ads that have been popping up on my social media feeds – there are some items out there that are just not available anymore, or they're in low stock, or it says delivers after Christmas. So um, Christmas gifts and shopping, how are you? Are you a procrastinator, or do you find a way to get things done early? Well, I'm definitely a procrastinator, I'd say, Mike, because um, don't have time. I try to squeeze in a, a shopping spree here and there, uh, pop into a store and you know it's so hard now you know the girls are getting older and they are very specific about what they want I loved the days when we were able to go buy a bunch of plastic toys at the at, uh, Toys R Us and, and throw you know let them unwrap all these toys and it's just a bunch of plastic stuff <laughs> but it kept them busy <laughs> right like Legos and and G.I. Joe's and Barbies and all the stuff. I mean, literally, that stuff's still around. My, my, my kids still play with WWE wrestling action figures, you know, like, which, and they're, and they're, it's cool, you know. I, I like the fact that you can still, they're, they're nine and 11 right now, but, you know, my daughter's 11 going on 21. That's the way it feels. You know how it is? They turn a, a switch there and all of a sudden they want big kid stuff and not necessarily the little kid stuff anymore. That's right. You get the, um, you know, you hit a certain age and, and uh, those presents that I talked about earlier were so cheap. You know, you could buy a buy them ten presents for twenty dollars. Uh, now, now it's uh, now you're you're getting up into hundreds of dollars. I want a new phone. I want a, a phone watch, or you know, it just yeah. keeps going. So as we talk about, you know, our tastes evolving, and uh, for you know, the little kids need presents, of course, but so do the adults, and so do the beer drinkers in the family. So I'm just looking at another list here, according to. Uh, delish.com first time i've ever uh, gone to the site but a couple of beer uh you know lover gift ideas for christmas here this is a good one i wouldn't have thought about necessarily though i do have one in the house is a uh a can insulator like a like a yeti or um you know one of the double layered metal can koozies the ones that supposedly keep you know cans of beer and soda whatever you want to put in there for uh cold for hours do you have any of those around uh, yeah, that was, you know, we, we, I think we bought a bunch of those uh, for the brewery. Uh, we gave them away as gifts uh, to staff and, and other friends uh, where you'd put the bottle in and it keeps it nice and cold. Yeah. And that, that, they were always great for tailgating because it looks like you're carrying a Yeti around and you got a bottle in there or a can in there. So it actually, uh, th those are great. I think they're great presents. I think I have a couple still around with our logo on it. The other thing, pets, of course, are always popular. There's an option you can send a, a picture of your pet off to uh, one of the artists at, 
you know, Etsy.com and they'll put your pet's face on a custom, you know, pint glass set for you. That's pretty cool. Um, and then just some other things. Here's a cookbook with including beer and the recipes. So just a couple of ideas uh, for people who are looking for a gift for the beer lover. And uh, if you just if you, if you like to get out, you want to head out to uh, the local ABC Brew Pub and um, see what Appalachian has to offer. And uh, you can check out some of the merchandise there. What do you guys have around the you know the restaurant these days that people can take home as a gift? Well, we definitely have all of our uh, you know our regular merchandise that we have uh, you know apparel, uh, hoodies, shirts. Uh, we've got a, a new uh, long sleeve uh, sort of a retro throwback long sleeve t-shirt that's awesome uh they've been buying that up pretty quickly and um you know we we didn't go all out i mean we probably could have gone a little bit further this year but we do have online sales but most of our sales are done in-house and of course with uh with being limited in terms of our abilities to uh to have people in in the door you know we didn't go all out and buying a ton of merchandise feeling like we didn't want to be left with a bunch after christmas either so uh, but, you know, uh, we've got some great stuff, uh, our coasters, hats, still plenty of things. If you want to uh, visit uh, abcbrew.com and go to our store there, you can also uh, get some stuff here prior to Christmas and should be able to get it in time to uh, give it to your favorite beer lover. You know, sometimes there's other people, you know, that, that we don't even know who are, who are in need of a little bit of help and, you know, as long as I've known you, you've always been a charitable guy and uh, willing to help other people type of guy who would, you know, give you the shirt off of his back. And so that's that's part of what you guys are uh, are doing this year. As I read the latest Bruce letter from Appalachian Brewing Company here in December, there's a, a little bit about the Neighbors Helping Neighbors Partnership. Can you tell us about that? You know, we thought about a lot of our friends and, and people that have businesses and and everybody's struggling. It's not, uh, you, know, you know, unless you own a grocery store or, or a big box store, uh, they're thriving a little bit because pretty soon it might be the only place open. You know, we thought about our friends and, and, and people that we knew that had businesses and we thought, you know, how can we help other people? You know, we're struggling as well, but you know what? We, have, we still have people coming in our doors. We were able to be open till uh, <laughs> we don't know when, but the idea is, is that we can help another business stay in business everybody helping everybody else can make everybody better. And, and the more people that survive this, there are so many people with livelihoods that, that just, you know, it, I just, my heart hurts for everybody uh, that uh, is struggling right now because it's truly not something in business that we did to ourselves. Uh, this, this happened and, and we're living through it and we're do, doing the best we can. And all of us are getting innovative and we're, we're trying to do the absolute best we can, but you know what, there are certain people in certain businesses that just, it's, it's just tough. So two of the businesses that we are working with uh, more, more recently, we, we've had this program for a little while, but we've sort of re-implemented it now. And, and two of the businesses we're helping, one is uh, Sherry's Crab Cakes. Sherry and her husband are great friends of ours. They've, they've been great friends forever. Uh, they have a small um, uh, restaurant down in the farmer's market in Lemoyne. Uh, and um, they have had concession crab cakes. Uh, they have, I don't even know how many trucks they have that go out, but I think, you know, probably around 20 trucks that go out and do the fairs all summer. Right. Well, of course, they lost all that business this year. And it just, it just hurts my heart because they're just wonderful people. And, and I, I can't imagine, you know, 
this type of a thing happening to anybody that that you know or a group of people that they work so hard every year you know so the fact that we were able to help them we're putting their crab cakes on our menu it's going to be a new feature for us and we're really excited because you know they they have such great products and the greatest concession crab cake in the world is is sort of their tagline so we're bringing that in-house and uh, it's going to be on our menus and we're going to run it and uh, hopefully we'll run it until this thing's over and maybe after that it'll continue to go you know it's sort of one of those things we're trying to help the community out as much as possible the second one we have is is a partnership with a group just out of northern maryland called mob fermentation they make kombucha and uh, they also make a, a product called herba mate uh, herba mate is a tea made from a Peruvian root or uh, tea leaves, some sort of tea down there. Uh, and it's supposed to be great for you, antioxidants and, and all sorts of good things for your body. And, uh, you know, I've tried it a few times and, and uh, I love the flavor of it. If you like tea, you'll love it. Uh, it just has a very unique flavor. And their, uh, their kombucha is, uh, we're, we have two of them in-house right now that you can buy by the bottle. And one of them is the watermelon hops kombucha, and the other is a tart cherry ginger. Um, we tasted, they, they have about 10 products. We tasted the entire line, and these were the two that we thought our customers would enjoy the most. So it's another one of those, those uh, deals where these guys, you know, they had so many customers. They were stores and uh, smaller shops, smaller restaurants. And when that all sort of dried up a little bit, you know, their sales, uh, really dipped, you know, we're here to try to help them bring their sales back and we're going to do whatever we can to help them. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I look forward to do it, you know, seeing it. Cause I mean, we, who knows what's going to happen. Well, when, when I, when one thing I do know is that when I go to a brewery, when I go to ABC, I'm not there for the same old, same old all the time. It's a, there's something new there every time. It's a, that's the reason why you go in, you know, every few weeks to try something different, try something new. And I mean, I've been introduced to all sorts of different, you know, local products and, and things over the years that you guys have brought in from ciders, you know, that, that are made locally. There are, well, and, and like, well, the local hop farms, you know, that you'll, uh, you know, help out during their harvest every, every year. Um, you know, the coffee and stuff, use a local grinder or something like that to provide the coffee. But also just even on the smallest scale, just being a friend of the brewery, the brewery, when I would order like, um, you know, uh, a, a flatbread or something. I knew that there was a guy, you know, down the down the bar from me who grew his own peppers and would bring in like a make his own little like pepper shake, you know, and he'd keep it as sort of a secret thing like behind the bar. But if you if you knew to ask for, it, and, and in a way, that's you're supporting locals, and you know, and and he'd bring it in every time. And then what I came to find out too, you know, another I'm sure you can find anywhere on uh, you know on, on the internet something to hold. Uh, a flight of glasses uh, but but you guys of course use somebody a local craftsman you know to make the wooden holders for the um you know for the 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 flights the yeah the sampler so i mean just just everything about it makes sense and it's extremely consistent with what you've done you know over the over the past two decades so so kudos to you guys and uh it's called neighbors helping neighbors and in a way you know that's that's what we can do is support local and um you know as as small businesses it's great to see that you know everyone is getting together as a community to support each other in what's been a really really difficult time 
uh, one other thing I'd like to mention, and that is, you know, other restaurants in the area, uh, you know, we're all in the same boat and we've got to stay together. You know, we, we're not competitors right now. You know, we're fighting for every dollar that we can bring in the door, but there's plenty of business out there. We just can't get the people in the doors right now because we're, we're, we're limited. But, you know, we as restaurateurs, we need to band together, we need to stay together, and we need to help each other get through all of this. Because any one of us leaving isn't helping the other anyway, right? Yeah. We, we need to work together, stay together, and continue to uh, support each other so that we can all stay in business. Because there's, there's plenty of people here. We're not fighting over people. We're fighting over, we, right now we're fighting over our ability to, to be able to serve the people that are available. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's about having a scene. You know, if it's just if it's just one great place in a city, then that's just one great place in a city. You want to have lots of great options. It motivates you to have competition and it's good for the consumer to have options. So uh, neighbors helping neighbors. Again, you want to learn about these kind of efforts and all the other good things that are happening. Um, keep up with the menu changes. Uh, keep up with the new beers and all of the, the, the great brew gear and things that you can pick up at ABC. Make sure you go to abcbrew.com and sign up for the brews letter. So I just mentioned something. Artie, we'll talk about when we come back here. We'll take a short break, but when we come back, um, we'll, we'll talk about some of the beers on the horizon. Things that people can look forward to uh, here in the coming months as we say goodbye to 2020 and welcome in 2021. So we'll be right back on the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. On behalf of all of our team members at Appalachian Brewing Company, I would like to wish you a very, very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and a much better 2021 for all of us. Thanks for all your support and we look forward to serving you in the future. Now back to the podcast. All right, back here, Mike Parker, Artie Tafoya on the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast as we round things out. Artie, what do you think the number one uh, gift, I'm going to say gift category is for uh, leading up to Christmas 2020 this year? Any any guess? It has to do, It's. I'll give you a guess. It, it, has, it has to do with the ability that most people would be sitting on a couch. <laughs> it's got to be a tech gift, Mike. Everybody's at home and I mean, what are you going to do? You sit on the couch, play video games or, uh, or watch movies, uh, I guess. I mean, that's, that's all we've been doing. Well, we don't have video games, but we've been watching a lot of movies. Uh, Carrie and I will sit downstairs and uh, snuggle up on the couch and, and watch a good flick. Uh, we have been binging a few shows too, yeah. you know, just, getting through uh, full seasons in a sitting, <laughs> which I don't know how good that is, but my legs are usually uh, cramping up by the end of it. You got it, man. You nailed it right on the head. The uh, The hottest gift of uh, 2020 is the Nintendo Switch um, because it covers all age groups. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a portable. It's, it actually came, I think it came out really last year, um, if not quite a bit before Christmas last year. So it's not a new system. There's actually two new systems out there. There's a new Xbox and there's a new PlayStation. And those are really, really hot gifts too. But the the Switch is what they say all the kids want and many of the adults want too. Because you can, it not only, it's a handheld video gaming system, but then it also docks and then you can play it on the big screen on your TV with all the fun 
Super Mario games and everything else. So you nailed it right on the head there. So I'm going to have to pull out my old Nintendo. You if know, you have the, one, do you really have an ball? old Nintendo? I have one. It's somewhere. I got to find it. But, you know, it has the bowling and the tennis. Oh, oh the Wii. Uh, the, the Wii, the, yeah, the, the Wii. Wii. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, no, hey, the Wii. That's what, I, that's what we have in the house. And uh, it's served us many years. <laughs> I love the Wii. <laughs> actually once i discovered that they make like actually like kind of like adult games like call of duty and things like that for the wii i it kind of gave it new life after sitting in a box for a few years it's uh it, it's fun when the kids get a little bit older and you can you can play video games with them so um already let's just uh let's talk about is you know technology is one thing but nothing's better than uh, you know, a cold pint of beer around the holidays. You guys have some offerings that are on tap right now. And as we look forward to the new year, what is what will be on tap soon? Uh, Bruce and uh, Cliff and, and Rod are, are just making some great beers right now. They're amazing. Uh, uh, not right now, but consistently uh, they're making great beers. And uh, I'll tell you, the Grin and Grizzly this year was just perfectly spiced uh, for a for that spice red ale, you know, um, tomorrow it comes out. That's the, the 11th of December. That, tomorrow um, that uh, is the release of our espresso stout, the ragged edge espresso stout. Bruce and the guys, they did a, we did a ton of tastings. Uh, we, they, they delivered a bunch of espresso and, and some coffee uh, ground coffee grounds and, and, we played with all of that and made some different flavors and, and picked different varieties of, of beans. And uh, they put a ton of thought into it and, and the beer is just amazing. It's got a little bit of lactose in it to give it some body to carry off some of that espresso flavor, but it is, uh, I think everybody's gonna love that. And then uh, the uh, coming out uh, near the end of the month is the Embers Remain. That's our uh, Imperial Stout. And uh, that's been made, we're, we're aging it and should be ready to go here in a few weeks. Uh, uh, that's another one to get out and make sure you try. It's, uh, it's a little high, high test, but um, you know, uh, it's served in a smaller glass so, so that you just sip it and enjoy it. But that's one of those beers that uh, everybody looks forward to every year. All right, well, I'm looking forward to getting into the brew pub and checking some growlers out and uh, hopefully hauling them around with me uh, is, is standard luggage here for the holiday season. If I'm able to get out and, and visit some family and, and friends safely, as we all uh, hope that we can do. So uh, look, Artie, it's, it's, it's been a heck of a year. Uh, we started this podcast, you know, about a year ago at this point, and uh, certainly think life was a little different back then. <laughs> it, it, took, it, it took a left turn, a sharp left turn around March. So uh, we've been plugging away. I, I hope everybody has enjoyed uh, our efforts. Um, it, it's been a, it's it's been a challenge even for us, you know, just to, to keep this keep this thing going. And um, it's but it's been fun. It's been a learning experience, and I, I hope that we continue to do it. I know that I'm, uh, you know, you got me as long as you need me. So uh, as, as long as as long as I know how to push record, um, we'll be we'll be plugging out podcasts every month. Sounds good, Mike. I look forward to doing this. I enjoy talking to you. Uh, you know, uh, we've been great friends over the years and uh, just enjoy spending time with you. And uh, I appreciate that call every every three weeks where you say, Artie, you ready to do the other podcast? I'm like, let's do it. I'm ready. 
uh, and we, then we got to figure out what to say and what to do. But you know what? Uh, it's been a blessing, and, and this time spent with you has been great. And, and I want to wish you and your family uh, a great Christmas as well, and, and uh, looking forward to a much better 2021. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, abcbrew.com, appalachiancraftspirits.com, and we'll see you next year on the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. <laughs>